Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hands. It's very important to fill your cup like as high as possible. Like, do do you ever know that like this top part of like the, your glass, the rim, can take a lot more than you think? What do you mean? Like, oh, you mean like surface tension? No, like, you know, for example, like a martini glass. Yes. You know how they say never accept a martini glass that is, like, not full? No. Oh. I've never heard that before. Oh, wow. So, like, like, like it's, it's totally a thing where, like, um, if, say, you get served a martini and it's not, like, at the brim, you're being cheated because, like, even if it... Say, for example, if the water <laughs> level was up till here, right, yeah. on your martini glass, yeah. literally, like, the, from, from the where remaining the, lev- part. the remaining part... Well, could yeah, that fill makes sense. the exact amount that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for a martini glass specifically because that of its shape. That makes sense because, you know, the measuring cups we have at home is a similar thing, right? Where there's a line that's yeah. like half a cup and then, like, a little bit more, it's like a full cup. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. All right. Here's the thing, though. Um, have you ever actually ordered a martini? No. Man, that fucking liquid sloshes around like crazy. Yeah. So if it was right to the rim, you would, like, move it a centimeter and it would, half of it would spill. Okay, fine. But, but, like, at least <laughs> close to the rim. At least close to the yeah. rim. Like, because... It, like if say I was a rookie, yes. like like no, I am a rookie, yes. and they didn't, and they filled it up to like just the halfway point. I would think, oh yeah, that's a logical amount, but they could literally like take that whole amount that they put in the cup and fill in the other half with it as well. Yeah, but here's the ele- not the elephant in the room, but then wouldn't they then charge like thirty percent more because it's thirty percent more or forty percent more? No, I think they're supposed to fill it up as much as possible, right? Like, you know, like they, they get away with it by like not filling it up as no, much. No, that's like that's like saying like, oh, the potato chips bag. I'm like, it's that big and it's that full of air to protect the chips, you guys. <laughs> and then in pubs, in pubs in the UK, they have a line where that that's where they do it. That's where they take it serious. Right. Where the pub, the pint glasses in pubs in the UK have a line that's like legally you have to fill it up to this or you're a fucker. Right. But yeah, a coupe glass, I think that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure, like a martini glass. Man, I remember the first time I had it, I was like, I almost spilled the whole thing on myself. It's like, that thing like just swirls around. That's, there's a reason why James Bond drinks it. He's so cool. Like, he doesn't spill. Like, that's his thing. What is a martini? Uh, it is a, a gin and vermouth and an olive. And ah. it's delicious. I actually like really like martinis. So, I'm going to show you this little I like video vodka thing. Martinis. Like, you're... Oh. This little thing. I'm showing John the video. An example of how you're far... Like, at a bar. How tricky it is. Look, that amount... Yeah, but you can even see. Look how quickly the liquid moves inside this fucking glass. No, but look, he's gonna fill the exact same exact amount same on a second glass. Yep, yep, yep. And then like pour that whole amount into the half into the glass that already looks full. Yeah, that makes sense. 
No, that totally makes sense. It doesn't to me because it's such a I'm just, such a visual person. Because it's a triangle, like yeah. so, like the base of a triangle. I know, I know, like physically and like scientifically, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But I'm such a visual person. But that, it is like, pretty black magic fuckery. It doesn't look like that's supposed to be able to happen, right? And he's taking a long time to make it happen. It's a weirdly long video for something that should only take yeah, twenty seconds silent, to demonstrate. This should be a silent eight second video. <laughs> I hope you're watching along. I posted the link here in the show notes. Pour the fucking drink, bro. <laughs> hey, like, man, you got to get them views. Suspense? You got to get them views, man. Whoa. Yeah, that drink is now impossible to drink. Well, I mean. <laughs> and, the, the gla- and the glass you have, which I posted to our Instagram, it's like rounded at the top. So it's like it's designed to go high. Yeah. That one's just like, seriously, like you just, if you just tap that drink, half of that drink will be on the table. But how does it work at bars? And like, I'm not mm. even kidding when I'm when I'm asking you. That. Yeah, I'm yeah. not being this stupid. This is not a rhetorical question. Yeah, like like in my head, it's like they say you're at the bar. Yeah. I put it like what I could do is like put it on the bar and then fill yeah. it up, and then you have you have your drink right yeah, there. Yeah, but then the problem goes from the from the bar to your mouth. It's like that's what the tiny little straw yakut straws are for. No, like the little swizzle sticks that are also straws. Not all of them are straws. Usually they're just there to hold the olive. Are they not? Like you know the black ones that like that are really thin. Yeah, and then, like, you, you su- can't drink through them, but most people don't. They're just there to stir. Oh, they're not meant for drinking. Yes, understood. This is so interesting because I like that you came in hot and heavy. I'm like, this is a person who never drinks, <laughs> and it's v- very easily. I feel like I'm a, a, a you're like an anti vaxxer and I'm an expert. <laughs> no, I genuinely <laughs> have like, like <laughs> I have no I have no concept of like bar culture yeah, yeah, for sure. or like drinking culture or like. What I, I've never gone out for a drink in mm. in my life. <laughs> it's actually quite enjoyable if you like drinking, of course. I know. I wish I did. Yeah, I know. I wish I did, and it sounds I amazing. Know. It's it sounds like an amazing thing that people can just do. Okay, well, it's like, not that they great. Can, <laughs> no, but like it sounds amazing to me that they can decide collectively. Hey, let's get fucked up tonight in public. Let's mm. go out to a place and like pay money to get legally like fucked. Yes. You know, and like I I could never. Enjoy that concept. Yeah. It sounds like so much fun. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, you've been doing it for uh, like a long time, so yeah, you're probably like jaded. I guess I'm pretty sick of it, I guess. Yeah, you're like jaded already. No, it's it's just normal, I guess, yeah. is what I'm saying. But yeah, but, I mean, let me let me think back to when I first started drinking. Okay, I'm 13 years old. <laughs> Weirdly, I have less pimples on my face than I do now. Yeah, okay, I can see. I can see how not being able to do that sucks. Right. Yeah. I wish I could. What what what, what was like your peak drinking age? Uh probably around 16, 17. Mm. Cuz you can cuz you can you can you can drink a fair bit, but you don't drink as much nowadays. Yeah, I got high tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. How like, do you maintain that high tolerance though? Like even I don't know. though you don't it's drink. It's just there. Actually, I think it I think it lowers. Like I think I'll, I'm like maybe like 70% my usual thing. Right. Maybe. Right. We'll see. When I go on the cruise, I get all my all you can drink package. Oh, yeah. You're going, going on a cruise. Have you spoken about that on the show yet? Uh, I think I mentioned it a little bit, but I guess I'm saving it for either right before I go or after. But yeah, about right. three more weeks. Before you go on month, a cruise to nowhere. Yep. But the, but the destination isn't the point. Yeah. That's what people don't get. It's the COVID that you get along the way. Exactly. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. What an adventure that would be if I get stuck in a boat for a month. A ship, excuse me. How would that work? If, say, like, you know, touch all the wood in the world, but say if, like, COVID does happen on your boat, like, they, are, you, are, would you, are you guys still allowed to, like, function in the boat? Or will they, they ask you to they, stay no, in your cabin? There's pages and pages of, like, what exactly. The, they've, they've, got, they've covered their asses. I think the gist is if there's, like, a reported case on board, everyone just locks up in the room and we just sail right on back. Right. And then we get tested and tested and maybe have to quarantine. 
But uh, it's worth it. Right. It's, I'm really looking forward to it. Dude, just like, hi, give me a steak. Okay, I'm leaving now. That's it. That's how it works. I'll have a martini. You could you could try a martini. Sip one. I don't like it. I have an all-you-can-drink package. No, thank you, bartender. Please yeah, give me a Shirley th- Temple. These are all things you can do on land not at a buffet. Free. <laughs> You're not, you're not, you're not doing it for free. free. I mean, I pay you. Like, I already paid for it. That's a fun thing. I paid for it. So, like, when I go there, I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. oh, oh, you mean that's how it works? Mm-hmm. So there isn't like, okay, but I'm sure there's like add-ons, like massages. You do and, it all before. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. yeah. But massages are crazy expensive. I'm not gonna be doing that. But doing a lot of indoor pool. There's some outdoor pools. There's a climbing wall. There's an eye fly, which I'm looking forward to doing that when you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cruise to nowhere. I, I'm looking forward to reporting back. The when I get uh, back, um, I know in this isn't really like a cruise cruise. I think it's sort of, but uh, in Florida they're they're opening a uh, something called the Star Wars Galactic Star Ooh. Cruiser. Um, so from Disneyland, Disney World, Disney World. I'm just not sure if it's a. I don't think it's a cruise, even though they call it the Galactic Star Cruiser. I think it's more of like a. Well, I think a Star Cruiser is like the, the sh- name of the ship. Yeah, like the the class of no, I mean the class of spaceship. Yeah, but it's not like a ship, or it, it's not a thing that moves. It's a hotel. Right. It's like right. a it's like a themed resort, and that's cool. I mean, what's the point of going so, on the water? Something like that, I'm more down for because like I've never been on a cruise, so I can't say that I I, I know I will hate mm-hmm. it or whatever. But like something like you know a themed resort feels yeah. like more my yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. I would do that if you just want if you want to get out of it, you can just like get out of it. See, the problem is you have to go to Florida. <laughs> that's the big that's the big problem there. But have Ugh. you have you looked into this um Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Not thing? Not much actually. You told me about it a couple of days ago, but I haven't really looked into it. Yeah. It's so. nuts. Basically, it's like um you can get a vacation package, mm-hmm. and it's like this is not an ad for it, by the way. Yeah, not um, a sponsor. <laughs> the cruiser. But I think you can do something like a there's like a package, mm-hmm. and then it's like a hotel stay, but it's also like a a game of sorts. Like oh, a there, game, yeah. Like there is a narrative to your stay that Ooh. you can choose to participate in, or you can just you know like sit at the bar and drink blue milk or is whatever. Is it like a murder mystery? Is it like I don't think so. I think it's very much this. like a it's very much like a oh pick your side, and then like there's like puzzles and a story and an adventure that you can. There's take. puzzles. Yeah. It's, fuck. It's, it's like a, a whole, LARPing escape room? Yeah, it's like oh, a whole experience. Fuck. It's like a whole experience That's thing. Crazy. And you can like um apparently you can you can train like lightsaber battles and That's crazy. um do a whole thing. Um it just looks fascinating, but also like I I'm curious how like cuz something like that I can imagine if I was a kid oh my God, I would just be like so lost in it. Yeah. I'd be so lost in it. But then like now that you're so conscious of like how amusement parks work, especially you because yeah, you worked at one. Yeah, behind the scenes one. But still, I don't think there's – I mean it's Disney World. They're a whole new level. Right. And can you imagine like a, like a week is, in Is Disney that a knock World? on Universal? Yeah. Fuck Universal. <laughs> Singapore. Singapore, I guess. But I mean also it's just I – mean, think about that. In one week you could do like you know the Disney properties, like the Disney proper properties. Then you can go to Harry Potter Land. Then you can go to Star Wars. Like what the fuck? Is Harry Potter Land in Disney World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I went to the one in L.A. Wait, fuck. What am I talking about? Yeah, I went to I I went to the Harry Potter World, but it was in L.A. But I'm not sure if they also have one in Florida. No, the big one's in Florida, from what I understand. Ah. 
Well, yeah, I was... Actually, yeah, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I recently, not too long ago, like three, four years ago, went to the Wizarding World of the Harry Potter. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter, that's what it's called. Um, at, uh, in, in, in California. Oh, my bad. It's Universal Studios. <laughs> I was just talking shit about it. But Ooh, Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Harry okay, Potter is not, Harry Potter's yeah, not I was Disney. Like, that didn't make sense at all. I was like, wait. All Isn't right. Harry Potter Warner But it's not Universal Brothers? either. It's yeah, Warner it's Warner Brothers. Brothers. The movie is anyway. I don't know how this shit works. Strange. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, like, like I, I guess I'm just debunking my own thing about how like the suspension of disbelief isn't there because I remember three, four years ago when I went to California and I went mm-hmm. to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, despite all my knowledge of the inner workings of amusement parks, I was just swept away. That's their job, man. I was That's swept what we away, do. especially um, the sorting. No, not the sorting room. The, the wands. Yeah, the wands. Yeah, I heard that was pretty cool. The room of the wands. It's the, like the immersion. It's That's crazy. Cool. They have this person that is fully committed to the character and it's, it's basically doing crowd work and like that stuff. yeah that's, that's what i did for six years basically yeah, yeah like yeah, they're, yeah. they're basically doing crowd work and like um roasting people different people and like going like oh you're this and this then this wand is perfect for you and blah, blah, blah. you're a little bitch here's a little wand <laughs> <laughs> something like that but <laughs> i have fun doing that uh i get so I, I i always wonder if like i could do a job like that or if like the disingenuineness would like eat at my soul well if it's crowd work stuff if it's like generally improv it's actually not that bad but if it's stuff you have to stick to a script and you have to do it uh, day in day out non-stop that's a bit that's where it gets kind of crazy like jungle cruise yeah probably stuff Ooh. like that yeah i know like the jungle cruise ride that mm-hmm. the movie is based on um, still haven't watched they have a i'm not sure if they're they're given room for improv but they have a script that they need to stick to it's, it's like you're, it's like they're the tour guide right on yeah. the on the show okay yeah, yeah. It, they're a There's tour guide a little bit of leeway for sure yeah. I'm sure, but like um I watched a few rides. Uh-huh. Don't ask me why, I just did. That's cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> I watched a few like, on like YouTube you mean? Yeah, like yeah, okay, I'm with like, you. I'm with you. Like travel vlogs of people just like taking a video of the full ride. Yeah, why not? I I've, I've watched like 3 hours worth of cruise footage. Go ahead. <laughs> Over the course of uh different years uh-huh. and different uh uh, uh, uh employees Inter- iterations and yeah. ways, okay. And the jokes are the same. Oh yeah, the jokes are the same. There's some, there's a bit of leeway, but I can imagine that that could get real soul sucking real quick. Yeah, I still can't believe I spent six years at a place like that. Damn, it's so much of my life. What was your favorite part 20%. about it, though? Like, it, like your favorite part about working there, not oh, so much the like the benefits. Like, I made a lot of really good friends there. To be fair, yeah. And I feel it felt like we were in the trenches. You know, mm. <laughs> it's like here we go again. It's like it was a strong bond that we made. <laughs> so yeah. Man, how 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 was like, like, your life immediately after? Oh, so much better! <laughs> like immediately better. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just like, uh, well, the, you know. But it's pretty. It's pretty cushy. I mean, like as, as far cushy. as far as jobs go, like you were you were going in like three, four times a week. About four or five. Yeah, it averages out. But like, yeah, it's, and it's, like it, per per day, it's like a net of like three, four hours of work, right? I guess so. But waiting backstage is pretty fucking awful. Oh, poor you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the waiting worst. Waiting backstage in an air-conditioned room the, dude, with your phone. The couch is not that comfortable to nap on. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many times I got a crick neck? <laughs> the internet sometimes didn't work. The wife, you know. <laughs> How much freedom did you have to, um, like... Patro- uh, you know, be a patron of the park. Oh, you could go in and pay no matter what. It's fine. Just what? if you're if you're working that day, you can't just like go. But you, you can, can you can go whenever you want to. Just, like just to buy a ticket and go in. No, but as with, in like a discount. 
Can you just no? As in, like, when you're done with work, are oh, you are you no, allowed to no. mess around? No. Oh. Yeah, technically not. I did. I did. I did sometimes though. <laughs> yeah. What What is the exact ruling on that? I'm curious. It's just not allowed. How can like they just catch straight you? up not allowed? Like, what if you wore like a fake mustache <laughs> and? <laughs> Funnily enough, I wore a fake mustache on set. So yeah, what if you took off your fake mustache? <laughs> oh my god, it's a different person. Yeah, no, yeah, it's pretty chill. Like, but it's the thing is, like, I rode, you know, what are the good rides? Like, pff, mummy, I rode that like hundreds of times already. Right. Uh, yeah, mostly illegally. Because I know, um, in Disneyland, mm-hmm. um, specifically the one in California, mm-hmm. how they do it over there is that they have like your check in and check out, right? Yeah. And. From the moment you knock off of work, uh-huh. you have 15 minutes to leave the park. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, from the moment you, you clock off, you have 15 minutes to leave the park, <laughs> or else, like, they're going to, like, look for you the next day. Right, that's crazy. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Because in my, in my like, fantasy world, like, I always imagined if you work at a theme park, you get free rides no, when you're no, off no, the clock. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, if only for the fact they don't want to be like, hey, I just saw you on the show. Now you're in my roller coaster. Ah, uh, that, that kind makes of sense. That's like the main thing. Breaks the immersion. Exactly, exactly. We're all, we're all about immersion and theme park work. Uh, well, I I definitely bought into those characters when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, um. Again, that's their job, man. So yeah, that's good. That's really good. I remember watching like old home videos of me like being afraid of <laughs> Beetlejuice <laughs> and like dancing with. Like um, one of the chipmunks in Universal LA, yeah, and Disneyland. The chipmunks would be yeah, 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 yeah. It's good stuff. Man, I miss theme parks. Is Universal Studios still open? Uh, They're open, but it's like you know they have all those rules. There's no shows. There's no singing. There's no there's social distancing. So man, it's not the greatest. I'm getting I'm getting like real COVID rule fatigue. Yeah, I feel you. Like I'm getting real, like especially because right now we're in a weird time where things are opening up. Fortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the situation keeps changing, so the rules are ever changing. Yeah, the but I mean, this are... is also. I will also take this time to say, poor you. I mean, we just we have privilege to be in such a safe country. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Even... Of course, of course, of course. These rules that are keeping us so fucking safe are like a little <laughs> too strong. Meanwhile, the rest of Southeast Asia is just like, oh God, give me new laws. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, yeah, like I feel you. I feel you. There's definitely, uh, I mean, first world problems to the max, of course. But man, can't these... even say first world problems. It's like COVID vaccinated country problems. Well, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a first world problem related okay. to COVID rules. Oh shit! I'm not proud of this. Oh my god, what did you do? No, it's not. It's not that bad. I didn't oh, okay. break the law. Um, I'm not proud of of this. Um, but <laughs> uh, when was this? Yesterday. Aiden's gonna admit to a crime. Yesterday, no, I didn't commit a crime. I just did something that I'm not proud of. Okay. Um, Yesterday, I wanted to go watch Shang Chi Uh by myself because it's been a while since I've watched a movie by myself. It's been a while. Yeah. So, I went to the nearest cinema with the soonest timing. Yes. I bought a ticket, Mm -hmm. and um, here's what happened. So when I went to buy the ticket. I saw that most of the seats were taken. The only and and I couldn't sit next to like somebody else and all that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the only seat that was available was way off to the left of the theater, like the leftest side of the theater, and far from the screen. Um, like or, middle. Oh, back. so it's still it's not. No, so I thought it was like I thought you said it was in the corner. No, no, it was just on the most left side. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so then like you know the whole movie was just going to be skewed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. But you know that was 
I, I could live with that. You know, that was strike one, but I could live with that. It was a bit like, mm, whatever. It's, a, it's an MCU movie. I'm down. Um, after that, I got the ticket. I went to buy popcorn. Uh-huh. The lady at the popcorn counter was like, may I see your ticket, please? She takes my ticket. She looks at it for a few seconds. And she's like, sorry, sorry, this is an unvaccinated hall. Uh, This is an unvaccinated hall and you Mm -hmm. can't bring food. Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding. I was legitimately like... You slapped her. <laughs> That's what you weren't proud of. She's no. like an old auntie. No, no, I was, auntie. like I was legitimately disappointed. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm usually like very good with these things. Like when someone tells me, like, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that, I know it's not their fault. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, don't yeah. kill the messenger kind of situation, and I just smile. I'm getting worse at that. I, I just smile and I walk away and I uh-huh. go like, oh, it's okay, thank you. But when this lady said no food and drink, like. I I I I I might have reacted like a little bit poor. I didn't yell at her or anything, but I was just kind of like, "Oh, okay, all right." And I walked away like that, and I was like, "Okay," like I was genuinely sad. She, because I bet she was heartbroken. <laughs> you really put her in her place, Nathan. No, I didn't. No, oh. that, that's not the end of the story. That oh, was just kind shit. of like the disappointment. Okay, I was okay, just okay. like genuinely disappointed. And then you stepped back. You slapped her right in the face. No. Okay. Um, so that was strike two. Um, no popcorn, no drinks. It was a very big strike two, but it was a strike two. Anyway, I'm just gonna go watch this movie. Whatever, no popcorn, whatever. I'll be healthy. I'll be. I'll be healthier. You know, the movie more. I'm just gonna watch the movie. I walked into the theater, and the movie was like I think five or six minutes in. Oh shit! And I literally just stood at the aisles, and I was like. Yeah, nah. Did you I, just miscalculate? How, did you just did you just think the trailer is going to be longer than they were? Yeah. Oh, okay. I stood at the aisles and I was I looked at the screen and I was like, Yeah, nah. And I I turned around and I walked away. <laughs> I just walked away. I wasted a fucking movie ticket. You could have gotten a refund. Could I? Or you could have been like, Oh, I made a mistake. I got the wrong thing, and they'd be like, Oh no, oh no, but not in Singapore. Yeah, I don't think you can. Like. Back in the olden times, I definitely like, oh, I bought a wrong one. Oh, no worries. Give us your ticket. We'll try to sell it to someone. If we do, we'll give you money. I've never done that Th- before. That was the coolest thing anyone ever did to me in the service sector in Singapore. I've never done that. But I, I just I just, I just, just turned around and I and I left. And I, yeah. <laughs> you bought like, another ticket to the next screening? No, no I, I went to a different mall somewhere and I went to watch um, another screening um, oh, in a vaccinated hall. As you should. With a large mixed popcorn. That's what you need to do. Yep. And it was a good old time. Yeah. Well, I just got back from Shang-Chi. Oh. I also watched it by myself. Woo. Nice. I also was a little bit late. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And like going – it's funny because like going to a vaccinated hall uh, – because if it's not a vaccinated hall, there's just, there's a capacity limit. But when it's, if it's unvaccinated, it's still social distancing, but they, it's a, it can fill up the whole theater. And I bought my ticket. I was like – F seat F fifteen, please. They're like that's very close to the screen. Wait, wait, wait. Like, rewind. No, it's not. Re- yes. Rewind. Is, when Rewinding. it's an unvaccinated hall, if it's a vaccinated hall, if it's unvaccinated hall, they can only have like something like I don't know a certain number of people and like twenty people or whatever. Okay. If it's if it's vaccinated, the theater still has to have social distancing. Like you can't have two people you know around you. Yeah. Uh, but you can have as many people in there as can fit. The seats. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah, look it up. Look it up at really? right now. You can look at the different halls and you'll see that some, when some I watched, seats are completely... Uh, when I watched okay. it at the vaccinated hall, the distancing was... This was GV. Yeah, yeah. But when I was in the vaccinated hall, like the, the seating was still very far apart. Yeah, and still it was very far apart. Full. So if... Okay. So let's take... Um, if you go to uh, uh, one of the bigger ones, the ones that have like quite a lot of... Like, the bigger ones, like like the, like the GV Max and Vivo or yeah. like the ones in Great World City. Um, if you go and it's a non-vaccinated hall... 
only the back half of seats are available with the exact same social distance rules. Right. If it's vaccinated, it's the same social distance rules, but there's like you can get sit anywhere. Um, and so I was like right at the front. I was like four rows from the screen. And they're like, that's very close. I'm like, no, it's not because theater design in fucking Singapore is awful. Uh, so like the first four rows is like is like perfect. And then behind is like way too far. So, yeah, I had a great old time. There was no one around me. I was in my own zone. I had my popcorn. I had my Ota Samosas, which is my favorite movie snack, apparently. I would yeah. argue that theater design in Singapore is pretty decent. Maybe uh, not, maybe not the first few rows, but much better than ones I've seen in UK. Oh, much better than ones I've been to in the east coast of the US. For to be sure. fair, I was pretty spoiled because like F- Philippines got it right. I don't know why they just are. They're really good. Right. And then LA is just fucking great. Like they just really know how to do it. Well, yeah, because it's and like the ones, the, the, the ones in New York work good too. Of course, LA is good. Exactly. Like, That's my point. I'm a little bit spoiled, I guess. Yeah. But it's all about the rake of the of the. There's just just angles like wh- where your head position is, where you're looking. So I like it middle about the depending on the theater. I want my eye line to be about if I was if my head was like if my you know my eye line was parallel to the ground. This mm-hmm. is getting very technical. If my eye line was ter- technical uh, parallel to the ground, I would like it to be about a third of the way up the screen. Would you? I would like my vision, my peripheral vision, to like. I want to see the screen at about 130 degrees. Mm. It's very technical, but would you not watch a movie if you couldn't get your perfect seat? I, I first of all, I try very hard to get the perfect seat. Like right. I'll buy, that's why I buy tickets. So, but like, say, like you're only free on this day at this time, and this is the only screening you can make for the next week, but you couldn't get your perfect week. seat. Yeah, I mean, depending on how badly I wanted to watch the movie, actually, no, right? <laughs> like, if I really want to watch the movie, I'll be like, oh, I will wait for optimal conditions, right? I'm not picky. I'm, like, I'm relatively picky. I would sit in the first row and crane my neck up, no problem. I would say I would only be happy in about 30% of the seats in a given theater. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a, that sweet spot. Oh. You know? Well, I mean, since we've both watched Shang-Chi, you want to go into a little non-spoilery, non-spoilery uh, talk about it? Yes, let's do that. Okay. And then we'll get into spoilers when we want to. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi, Marvel's new movie, Phase it's, 4. It, it's fresh for you, so what are your immediate impressions? Very fresh. Uh, it was b- even better than I was expecting. Yeah? Like, I didn't come in. I didn't go in with like really high expectations, but it, it was like, it's what was the last origin story? I guess I guess you would count Black Widow as an origin story. Uh-huh. Excluding Black Widow, the last time we had like the first movie, it's, it's been a while, maybe Spider-Man, I guess. Um, and they just they nailed it. Like, and and it's funny because I, I think, like didn't read yeah. any comics with Shang Chi. Like, he's a real kind of like I don't know anything about blank him. spot in my Marvel yeah. canon. And yeah, I really enjoyed I enjoyed him. The cast is fantastic. Um, you watched a little bit before me, and I just asked you to share one thing, and you were like, Tony Leung is amazing, and like, oh my god, I couldn't take my eyes off him. He was so fucking good. I, he's just he, yeah. the magnetism on that man. <laughs> man, man the, the, and for a mo- like you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe is all about fights, right? And fucking yeah. fighting and, and choreography. They took it to a next level. Like they did with the wire foo stuff, and it mm. was great. It was beautiful. Mm. It was really nice. It was incredibly Asian. There was just one white guy, and he was a real dick. Mm. Um, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it had a really good story. Um, and maybe I'm not the most Asian person to talk about this, but I feel like the Asian values and the Asian culture was very well represented. 
and it didn't really beat you over the head, and it was relatively layered and complex, and the idea of filial piety was there. Yeah, the whole thing about it, it, great. it, I didn't feel like it was beating me over the head with it, as opposed to Crazy Rich Asians, where exactly. it's like, ooh, Asian parents and yes. expectations. Like, this movie, it mm-hmm. didn't shove it in your face, but the uh, the crux of the movie, or a very big part of the movie, is Tony Leung, the father's mm-hmm. expectations mm-hmm. of his son, mm-hmm. And, like, the family dynamics that that creates, like, what happens when a father places all of his expectations on the son and shuns the daughter. And, like, what that does in that family dynamic that is not uncommon in Chinese families. And while they didn't, like, you know, paint it out for you, they just presented it. And I loved that. I loved that, like, even throughout the movie, and this isn't uh, not a huge spoiler, but... Despite all of this, you can still feel this relationship between mm-hmm. the father, the son, mm-hmm. the daughter, even though, and you know, the trailers give this away, but even though the father is the villain of yeah. the movie, yeah. you that it's such a fascinating dynamic to yeah. have like the villain and the hero be father and son. Yeah. And they they, they kept an element of it, you know, because I feel like I've seen movies where like the villain is the father, the hero is the son. I mean, there's some Star Star Warsy vibes to it a little bit. Yeah, but it's always very villainy. Whereas yeah. this one, it very much felt much more like nuanced. yeah, it very much felt like oh yeah, that's still his dad, and he's still kind of scared of him. I, I feel, <laughs> that's a good point, right? You know, he's like didn't want to show him his bad report card. Yeah. Um, I think there's like you know over the years there's been like the main critique about Marvel movies that their villains are very forgettable. Yeah. And I think they're like oh, oh is it okay fair. Enough. I accept that. And then they fucking get Killmonger. Then they get okay. Also, this is going to show how ba- this has been plaguing me the whole time I live in Singapore. I'm really bad at remembering fucking Chinese names. Right. So if the movie wasn't called Shang Chi, and if they didn't have a two minute scene explaining his name, I would not know his name. I don't know anyone else's name. I'm like his sister, his dad, Tony Leung. Mm. I remember Aquafina's name because her name is Katie, and I'm mm-hmm. just a white person. Really. <laughs> what is the what is the their name. What is the sister's name and what is the dad's name? I think the dad's name is like Wu Wan or something. Yeah, something Wan, like that. Wan Wu. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the comics. And like, I was just, I just know them as like Tony Leung and Simu Liu and Aquafina. But that that goes for most movies. I don't yeah. know the name of anybody in movies. Yeah, pretty bad. Unimportant. But anyway, uh, speaking of names in movies, I've been <laughs> looking at posters of Dune. Dune. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's in it. I had no idea the main character of Dune's name is Paul. Really. Timothy Chalamet's character is Paul? That's a real dumb name for like... P-A-U-L? Yeah. Like I was expecting it to be like Dune with Timothy Chalamet as Tumbaka... Riker. No, Riker's a Star Trek guy. You know, like an alien-y kind of name. Not like fucking Paul. Paul. It just says Timothy Chalamet as Paul in Dune. And I'm like, cool, bro. Maybe that'll be a thing. Or maybe it's a biblical reference. Probably. I'm not sure. It def- almost definitely is, knowing what Dune is. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, go I on. know nothing about Dune. Uh, but no, it was fantastic. And like, um, what I'm sad that I missed out for the first time ever, because I was immediately, you know, obviously I'll jump on Reddit and see what yeah. people are saying, is, and I feel like I really missed out, but I think a lot of our listeners can can not miss out, is apparently the fact that like the Mandarin is actually very well done. Like the Chinese language is very well done. And like there's a lot of nuance that the subtitles didn't ca- capture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool that they would do that. They had, like, cheng yus in there and everything. What's that? Uh, idioms, like Chinese uh, idioms. Yeah, like, about, I've like, eaten more salt than you have had rice, which I want to dig into because that doesn't make sense. Yeah, or, like, things like a, a, a blood debt is paid paid by blood or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Th- like, okay, that was the one thing that 
tripped me out for the movie, but also made me really happy. Mm. The first 10 minutes are almost like completely in yes. Mandarin. They're hey, almost, real quick. Yeah. Before we get that, I walked in, I think, a little bit late. The, f- the first thing I saw was Tony Leung attacking like some kind of fucking Turkish, kind of, like a town or something. Mm-hmm. Was there, did I miss much? I don't think I did, if you can remember back. Basically, he was showing off his 10 ring power. That's basically the very, very beginning, right? Yeah, more or less. Okay, there was not another scene. Okay, cool. More or less. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the first, yeah, roughly 10 minutes. You caught the scene where, where like, he, he met his wife. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That oh, was amazing. Oh, my God. I feel like I was watching Hero. Oh, my God. I don't know what about that scene, but it was just like, oh, no, my the, Just the unapologetic wire work, the, like, the beautiful use of nature. It was very, like, lovely. It was, it was that it was a fight, but it was also, like, them eye-fucking each other mm. the whole time. It was great. In slow motion. <laughs> like, it was great. I just, oh, my God. It was just, it was such a dynamic that you don't really see in big Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. And such a specific cultural thing as well in, like, these Usia films oh. that, like, are just, it was nice. And, 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 and a lot of subtleties, a lot of subtleties that, like, they could have, like, been really ham-fisted with, but mm-hmm. they chose not to be, and I appreciated yeah, that yeah, restraint. Yeah. Like, for example, how they took off their shoes before they entered yeah, um, yeah, Aquafina's house. Jordans, yeah, I saw they that. Didn't, they didn't really, like, focus on it. They didn't give it, like, its own one-shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just showed the actors putting their shoes on and yeah, off as I, they left I, the room. I, I remember that moment, too. I was like, oh, that's cool. I like yeah, that. Subtle. And, and less subtle was the whole, when are you two getting married? I was like, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie, I think, just, like, maybe just scrapes not making the Bechdel test but it almost does a lot of good female characters in this movie I thought like the auntie character yeah which uh, was she supposed to be a surprise that actress or was she in the trailers I think she's on the poster oh Michelle Yeoh her name's dope. on the poster her Michelle Yeoh was so good in this movie with the very little that she has to do yeah it's fantastic and like if anything my main complaint and we're jumping on a lot here oh, but yeah, if anything place, as usual if anything my main complaint about this movie is that um Shang Chi didn't really feel like the main character of it but then I'm, again yeah, that's I'm totally a, cool with that. Yeah, but then again that's a very typical Marvel thing to do where yeah. like the hero is not really the crux of the movie like yeah. for example Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really remember um Black I mean, especially Panther when it's being... the first movie. I mean, Iron Man and Captain America are very like different in that sense. But I think because they're 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 the, what these two things both have in common is that they're introducing a lot of lore and a lot of culture, like between Wakanda and like all the shit with. Oh, basically, they're like, oh, here world are the building. Asians. They're world building. Yeah, here are the Asians. Let's, let's welcome the Asians to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so we take our time with that, uh, and I'm okay with that. And I think Simulu was like great, and I think he's going to get better. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, it's the guy from Kim's Convenience. It's the guy from Kim's Convenience. And he was good, and he had that whole charismatic thing. Is I he think good in Kim's Convenience? skills are a little weird, and I think it's going to get better. Sorry, what was that? Is he good in Kim's Convenience? He's okay. Right. He's, he doesn't exactly have like the greatest material to work with right. in terms of showing off acting range. I think it's but just... I liked him. It's just it's 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 a rough time when you have to act opposite Tony Leung. Sure. It's a, like, he, ev- like yeah, everyone, good, good everyone else in any scene when he's in it just feels kind of like a amateurish YouTube actor almost. Yeah. <laughs> because like... He just—he's a fucking movie star. I don't know what about it, but he's like a fucking movie star. Honestly, it's—it's—it's it's, it's like the whole, the whole cliche of like, oh, acting is about being, not doing. Yeah. And the the shit he just does with his eyes. Yeah. And like he just like the camera just lingers on him, and he's yeah. just like present and there, and yeah. like not overacting. And yeah, he—I mean—and it also helps that the script is there to support him. You know what I mean? He's got mm-hmm. a lot of emotional depth. Yeah. A lot of like a lot of turmoil. It's really good. 
But, and, yeah. the, and then also, like, just on the complete flip side of that, the design of his character and his superpowers are fucking crazy. I loved how those rings worked. I thought that was mm. so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of, like, uh, what is that? Like, do, do, no, Quake. Like, rocket jump. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another cool thing about this movie is that this might be the first MCU movie that, like, I want to show my parents. Yeah. Like, I think they would appreciate it just as, like, a movie. No, you there's know? some pretty heartfelt message on Reddit. Uh, from Singaporeans, actually, here, like, right. oh, I just watched it here in Singapore. I actually brought my mom to it, and she really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because it's not like, I guess this is minor spoilers, but it's not like crazily interconnected with the rest of the MCU. So yeah. much so that you need to have all of the previous MCU knowledge not to watch this movie. Not at all. They make some references, but you know, it's it's for the most part its own story. Yeah, there's a passing, there's a path for reference to the blip. There's a you know, there's a couple characters that pop up here and there, but for the most part, yeah, you can totally enjoy it as a self-contained uh, thing. You know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of a good Raya, the Last Dragon. Especially because Aquafina was in it. Mm. Didn't think about that. Hmm. This is what I wanted Riot to be. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. For me, it was like it reminded me of a like a good Mulan. <laughs> I was like, this is what Mulan wanted to be. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> like too. this is what Mulan tried to be. You know the conclusion there? What? Don't let it be a woman heroine. <laughs> <laughs> There were tons of women heroes yeah. in this. Like I said, they almost passed the Bechdel test. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. And like, yeah, that whole subtle thing of like, oh, second born child, it's a sister. She kind of gets discarded. Yeah. Again, just handled quite nicely. Yeah. And and everyone's arc was very satisfying. Yeah. And I I would just want to see more of Tony the Young Man. I sh- I want to go back through his catalog. The Wong Kar Wai films. Although, I, and you all know, that. I haven't seen any Wong Kar Wai films. Actually, I haven't seen In the Mood for Love or any mm. of those. Um, but. Ever since I saw him, I don't, I don't know why, because ever since I saw him in Infernal Affairs, I'm like, holy shit, this guy can fucking act. Yeah. And I feel dumb for not watching more of his stuff. But I yeah. will. I'll go back and watch them. There's some amazing, like, I mean, Chinese cinema in general has has always just been, like, fucking bangers after bangers. You're talking about mainland? Because I'm, I'm thinking more like Hong Kong. Um, that's, that's where he's worked mostly, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't watch a lot of mainland China To be fair, movies. Hong Kong is China. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's um, while this was, I wouldn't say that like it was like one of the higher ranking MCU movies at all. Mm, I'm me. putting it in my top ten. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it, it easily makes a top ten. But I'm t- but in terms That's of solo, high ranking. <laughs> in terms of like solo outings, yeah, I would yeah. say it's like easily top three in terms of like like origin, origin solo ones. movies. Because like if you think of Iron Man one, Captain America, yeah. Thor, um, yeah. Black I'm Widow to a certain extent. Um, you have to. Yeah. Like, this was a very strong solo very strong. movie, and I'm curious how they integrate them into the rest of the story. Well, I mean, that fucking... Okay, can we get into credit? The, the, we get, the, we're the now post, we're getting to spoil the The terrorists. post-credit stinger. Yeah, I they was kind like, of hyped? They kind of tease at it, but then... Uh, okay, can we spoil? Spoilers? Yeah, I think... Okay, spoilers now. Like, all right, if you, if you, if you haven't watched it yet, yeah. uh, <laughs> jump forward an indeterminate amount of time. Yes. Yeah, let's just say that. To be safe, like two minutes. Let's keep it two minutes. Right. Okay. Let me set a timer. All right. Uh, two minutes and now. Um, so for me, like the post credit stinger, um, while it was cool that they started integrating it into the rest of the MCU, mm-hmm. I was also like, oh, yeah, Captain Marvel exists. <laughs> uh, there was a little bit of that going on. 
But I was also, I was like, man. Like, I just wasn't crazy about Captain Marvel as a yeah. movie. I wasn't crazy about her being, like, basically Superman OP, solving, yeah. like, Deus Ex Machina kind of thing. Is there going to be a Captain Marvel 2, or is she just part of the ensemble films now? I have no idea. I think there might be, but yeah. I have but no idea. But seeing Bruce Banner, like, human Bruce Banner was kind of interesting. He looked old as fuck, though, Mark Ruffalo did. Yeah, what was that about? Is he know. Is he back to human form again? That, that was, that's or, where they revealed it. Or did this movie take, no, it takes place after the blip. After, after the blip, and he said his arm is still in the sling from the snap. Uh-huh. Uh, they didn't really explain it. There's some theories going around, which I probably won't share here, but because who knows if they're true. But yeah, the fact that fascinating uh, that was my main honestly. I maybe I didn't articulate to myself before going into it. I was like, man, it feels like this movie can be very othered and be not tied into the into the Marvel universe. But it looks like it's actually going to be a pretty like tightly woven piece of fabric into the Star Wars uh, uh, into the Marvel <laughs> universe. I would doubt. Okay, When's be, that going to happen? Cool <laughs> when they bring Star Wars in? Uh, probably a video game. If, if anything, like, and maybe this isn't the most popular opinion, but, like, I didn't love the MCU-ness of it. Like, You mean the fact that they went back to, C- to a CGI fight at the end? Like, because, okay, I think we all know by now that how Marvel movies work, specifically the, the MCU movies, how they work is that they get directors. M- MacGuffin, MacGuffin. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. They get directors to come in, and the directors pretty much direct all the in-between stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kevin Feige. Like, and then all the action scenes and all of the tie-ins of the other movies, that stuff is predetermined, like, way before yeah. things even start yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Um, for example, when they... when Like, for example, like, recently they brought like in... 10 seconds of spoilers, by the way. Uh... Yeah, for example, when they brought like Chloe Zhao in for the Eternals, yeah. um, even though that movie's not out yet, I'm guessing that she had no say in any of the big action scenes or anything like mm-hmm. that. We're not done with spoilers yet, okay, guys. Okay, hello, hello, hello. We're still going with spoilers. Hello, okay. so Give keeps... us another two minutes. Give us another two minutes. <laughs> uh, timer's starting now. We're still going with spoilers. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I thought all the MCU-ness of it was dragging it down because all the other mm. things about the family dynamics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like his 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 fascinating like history i loved that like they were like aquafina and Samuli were friends beforehand so mm-hmm. they had this like pre-existing relationship that didn't need much fleshing out yeah but then you have this whole backstory of who he actually is yeah all those things all those story elements were super fascinating but then they start tying in like trevor slattery and then they start tying in um uh like Abomination and Wong for some was weird it confirmed abomination. Reason. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, the okay. gills and everything. Okay. Um, and then at the end with like uh, Captain Marvel and the Hulk, I guess that was more. I, I, don't know. I felt like it was a pretty good touch. It was like a soft touch. It wasn't too much. It again for me, it didn't drag it down for me. I think it just it thundered past, and it was just a nice little like it, maybe I'm just a Marvel fanboy. I'm just like I just got a little bit of a, a just a little serotonin hit. I was like, Ooh. oh, no, <laughs> I I love that they they integrate the movies into mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. into each other and everything. It's just that like this specific one felt a bit forced. Yeah, I think. Like, I think what you're the right. fuck was up with Wong and Abomination? Like, why that? Did they just get Wong because he was the only other Asian <laughs> character? Yeah, for sure. Like, I no, just I thought the tie-ins could have been more. I think. Specifically, they he's going to play a much bigger role in the Comitage and Doctor Strange and all that stuff. But they need to have him. But they wanted to give him a little bit of an intro first, which was weird. It was just like he's in Fight Club. Like, that's that's what I took away. Wong's in Fight Club. He does Fight Club. Yeah, for money because he likes tuna melts. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, the the yeah, like this was the, one of the first MCU movies where I, was like, I wish this was like less MCU. Yeah, because I'm so invested in the story that they're trying to tell with the family dynamics and like the the, the filial piety. And like the conflict and like the family, like all of it. It was just, I wanted that to be 
explore deeper yep. as opposed to like feel like there's this obligation right. to like we're not done with spoilers we're not done with spoilers Give, tie just, back to the movies just, just, just snooze button two more minutes okay. uh, sorry 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 um, how like how did you feel speaking about that is like the amount of flashbacks oh, I like think there the, was like a, like each flash I, I like that it was kind of like a puzzle that kind of figure out what exactly happened with the mom it wasn't like a mystery it wasn't meant to be I think no. but as those pieces were revealed and it kind of showed how it happened and stuff I thought it was pretty nice actually i appreciated it i appreciate it because like if you put all those things in order it would kind of just be like all right no there's no yeah there, you couldn't I mean, do that which yeah. is which is which is a sign of a good flashback right yeah if i you appreciate just it then it's yeah. just a piece of shit i appreciate but. it like the story structure even though like the story like there weren't any like major reveals like oh my god like that's what it was all along well there was some uh, on a more subtle deeper level there were it's like oh that's why their relationship is the way it is oh yeah that's sort of. why that's what Simulu's ghost is like yeah. that's like yeah like the fact that it revealed he actually went on that murder mission and and, and, and like mm-hmm. assassinated the person who killed his mom yeah and it didn't do anything for him that's that, that stuff was really cool yeah. i like that stuff. i did a, I, I did appreciate like how they were like jumping back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth and like um the, the fight choreo was beautiful Dude, really that, well that, that scene when like tony leon goes to like like kill the people that killed his wife. Yeah, like in the Ooh. and then some of the scenes was in the marriage. We're just watching uh, Young Shangxi. That was really good. Beautiful. And it was such a good mix of like it's such a grungy, dirty, like uh, mahjong parlor, right? Mm-hmm. And then his fucking Marvel superpowers come out, and it was, it was blended very nicely. And he's yeah. just ruthless. Yeah. And his suits, his suit, dude. The costume designer for this fucking show was great. Like the suits <laughs> that he wore, that crisp white shirt. Yeah. Shang-Chi fought with Jordans. Okay? <laughs> Where Spider-Man gets all the hype. Yeah. Shang-Chi just rocking it. I couldn't tell what Jordans he was wearing, but they were cool. I wasn't a big fan of like the dragon scale top. Yeah, that was kind of underwhelming. Also the way it was revealed, usually they're like, oh, there he is, but yeah. he's just like jogging down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all that's right. why. That's why like I felt and this isn't a spoiler. Now we're dead, but okay, yeah. welcome back. Welcome we're back. Out of spoilers. No more spoilers. Yeah. No, no. That's why like I just didn't feel like I, I, I wish that um, Shang-Chi was, like, a bit more of, like, a... I, I just wish I left the movie with a stronger impression of him. Of who he is or, like, of just him as a character. I just, you know, like, I wish I walked out of that movie thinking Shang-Chi's a badass. But I did. Yeah? I Yeah, I did. Okay. But more than that, I felt like he was relatable. Ah, uh, yeah. Like yeah, like, yeah, definitely relatable. I get that. I could have been that guy. I could have... That could be a friend of mine, I guess. Unfortunately, um, the same thing that happens to me in most action movies happened for this one as you well. You fell asleep? Yeah, I fell asleep during the final fight scene because, like, that shit just doesn't catch my attention very for very long. Yeah. Like, my patience for those scenes, I think I've learned is, like, five to seven minutes. Yeah, fair enough. If you go longer than that, and this one goes for a really long fucking time. Not really, actually. Yeah, dude, like, the last uh, half pretty, an hour of standard. the movie. The last half an hour of the movie is, like, battle, and then the, the battle changes. Changes, but there's and then some it's a good different... story beats in that thing. Like th- that's what I liked about. It. That's what I appreciate about. It. Like the one-on-one scenes between Shang-Chi and his father. Yeah. Are we still in spoiler? T- I guess not. Whatever. Um, <laughs> nothing too poisonous, I guess. But like, it still moved the story along, which I really appreciated. It wasn't just mindless, like ah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. It was. I'm like, talking more specifically of like when the two CGI things were fighting at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. I, I just got a little bit like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I don't know. It seemed kind of dark to me. Not Han Solo, like lighting not wise? Solo level. I it's I again. I swear to God, maybe it's just the 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 theater I was in. Maybe it just everything seemed kind of gray, almost looked like it was rushed, like because of COVID or something. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was oh, my, if anything, the light bulb on my projector was a bit. Maybe if anything, mushy. I noticed the opposite. If anything, oh. I was like, 
Huh. Never really noticed when MCU started doing this, but their color palette is like much nicer now. Mm. Because like, I remember, like, especially during like the Civil War, um, Infinity War period, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people were complaining that Crazy MCU Browns. movies are like ugly and gray and like horribly color graded. Okay. And then I know they changed that a little bit in Guardians Volume Two. Maybe there's something in the projector. It felt kind of like, yeah, kind of like low contrasty, kind of muddy. Kinda, right. I couldn't really tell. A little bit distracting at times to be honest. Like in night scenes, I was like, what? is going on so there was none of that for you no um, okay. I, well i didn't notice it it didn't it didn't bother me yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't specifically bother me but um yeah good movie highly recommend you check it out support support um asian superheroes because um from what i've heard china is not going to do it <laughs> really yeah they're not well i mean they don't have a release date for shang chi in china yet that's weird because a lot of people um have kind of pre-canceled it because of because um, of the historical uh, name. Oh, because they go to Macau. <laughs> Is that why? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, but because spoiler. Um, historically, the Shang Chi comic, a lot of people see it as a little bit of like Orientalism, a, American exploitation of right. Chinese culture. Even though this movie. Um, is not doing that. It's 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 giving a much not more new. All. It's giving a much more nuanced not view, and you know the comic was made in the fucking seventies or eighties or the something. Guy's name is Shang Chi, by the way. It's a very like. <laughs> it seems, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a very like a very like bullshit name. I could be wrong. I don't know. I I don't know anyone named Shang Chi. But then again, my Chinese name is Xiang Yang. So who am I to say? Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like uh, they they don't like that it was a historically a Ch- uh, American exploitation of Chinese culture. Also, apparently, like they just think Samuel Liu and Aquafina are ugly and like too ugly to be like uh, uh, like you know. Samuel Liu is beautiful. Superstars, I guess. I think he's very so. That's handsome. one reason. And then the other thing that I read about, I, I think, think they're it's just dicks. No, no, it's something. The Chinese government is dicks. Yeah, go ahead. no, it's it's. Here's the thing. I, I kind of understand this perception because, mm. um, because, okay, for example, like last time uh, when Black Panther was coming out, there was a lot of noise about how China's poster for Black Panther had the hero masked as opposed to the other posters that showed Chadwick Boseman's face. Yes, yes, yes. And a lot of people thought that, oh, they did this because Chinese consumers won't watch a movie with a black lead actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was... Uh, not true. This was anticipated by the people that marketed the movie. But the opposite was true. The movie did very, very well in China. It mm-hmm. made as much money as the Fast and Furious movie that came out that year. So, like, a lot of the assumptions that people make about the Chinese audience are just that. They're assumptions. Mm-hmm. They're assumptions based on, like, what they think the China audience will and will not like. Um, so, ironically, so, not liking... Yeah, so I don't think it's, like, a, I don't think it's like as simple as, like, oh, China people are racist. No, not at all. Like, it's very much, like, people have made that assumption or people have made that assumption of, like, that they have unhealthy views of, like, African-Americans, mm-hmm. specific black people, specifically for Black Panther. Um, but then there's also the argument that, like, their perceptions of black people are completely shaped by Hollywood. Sure. And, like, they have control of that narrative of what of how they perceive black people because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to find a lot of black people in China sure, unless China. you're in the cities. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't want to dismiss it as quickly as, like, oh, China audience are, like, stupid or whatever because I know it's not that. Um, but there are a few nuances but, to but it. it w- okay, so... Like, I think, the, you- I think the ugly one is, like, a very, like, internet troll reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The true reason is that Shang-Chi historically is an exploitation of Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. And Dude, also something... 
Huh? Like, how many people in China know Shang-Chi? You know what I mean? I don't know. That's the, And again, and it's a difference between the people and the government. Like, who is blocking this movie? The government, the PRS, the government of China, right? The, the, the governing censorship board or whatever it would be. I have no idea. Because I, I can't imagine people are like a like a 25-year-old right now in, in Beijing who's never read the comic. He's like, fuck this guy. Right. It's probably like, who's who's this guy? That's what I think it would be. But again, I could be wrong. I haven't really looked it up much. Yeah. Um... But don't let that stop you. <laughs> I think it's more that like there's. I guess like it's more of like there's no demand for it, mm-hmm. and like they only let in like a set amount of movies uh, per don't year. They, get, they don't get hype for every China? Marvel movie. Like that's not that's not a thing in China. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. And uh, what was the other thing? The other reason was that ah, um, and this is a consequence of you know similar to Mulan, <laughs> similar to, to to the debacle that was Mulan. Um, a lot of people think that there is a little bit of like, um, I think virtue signaling in terms of like a huge part of the marketing of this movie is that, oh, now there's Asian representation in these big movies. And then, and then, but everyone's like, but Jackie Chan and Mm -hmm. Jet Li and Chow Yun-Fat, like we have representation in big action movies like Marvel, Disney, you're not doing anything groundbreaking. Why do you think you're doing something for the first time? Like, so there's a lot of that turned off by the marketing. Yeah. There's a lot of that marketed in China. No, no. Like they're turned off by like the, the news stories and articles coming Mm. out of like, Oh, this movie is great because it's giving Asians like a representation in this uh, uh, in a big action right, movie and providing like a role model for for yeah. like where where there wasn't one before. Yeah, and these were quotes from both the actors and the producers well, and the executives. Fair enough. Well, maybe it is like and people don't, don't love that. It's always a difference between like, is this for Asians or is this for a- Asian Americans or Westernized Asians or stuff? Because I felt like very represented. I was like, yeah, I'm not even Chinese, but I was just like, look at all them Asians. This is great. Right. I loved it. <laughs> I, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this couldn't have happened without crazy rich Asians. Probably around the time Ronnie Chen was on screen. I was like, ah, oh, look at him. <laughs> Couple, well, I mean, multiple Malaysians in this movie also. That's pretty cool. That's just, you know, we got to start auditioning for Shang-Chi too. Yeah. So sad. I realized, man. I should just be in Hollywood right now. <laughs> I don't know if I can get big roles, but like, I got, you know, it's very sad. I don't know if I've ever told this story, but I f- fucked up like big time and I missed an audition for this movie. For Shang-Chi? Yeah. Because I was going through a breakup that week and I, and I just didn't look at my emails or my or, or like my phone very much for those few days. Um, and I fucking just missed it. <laughs> I hate you now. <laughs> I just fucking missed it. Like, like, the, like, like you I, could have been Shang-Chi. I, I highly doubt Shang it. Shang-Chi. I, Shang-Chi. But the, I mean, honestly, that's the role you would have an audition for. Yeah, but like, in, all, in all likelihood, they probably would have just made me like, you know, one of the side characters. Um, no, no, like literally think about it. Which character could you have played? No, like they, like what? Uh, they, they were going to ask me to audition for Shang-Chi, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, of but course. how these things usually work is that you audition for the main role and then they look at you for something else. Of course, of course, of course. They think you might for other projects and stuff. But yeah. like, yeah, you definitely like, would have been auditioning. Like, here's the script. Practice these lines of Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's what it would have been. Yeah, and I and I and I and I fucked it. I missed it because I was depressed that week and I didn't check my phone. Heartbreak will get you, bro. <laughs> that's why you shouldn't date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be a fucking philanderer. Fuck it. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I'm just gonna have to figure out how to audition for the sequel. I'll be his d- 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 twin. 
get started in your kung fu. They can't number. tell. I'm pretty sure Simu Liu didn't have any fucking martial arts training before this. Is I think that- he had a bit, but he also trained very hard for this yeah. and did a lot of his own stunts. Yeah, he looks yeah. great. Amazing. He looks really good. Yeah. Oh, I really enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Uh, while we're riding this Marvel wave, I just want to really quickly bring up the fact that we, we watched What If the other night, the mm-hmm. fourth episode with Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I slept through the like, second half, and I was just tired. But I went back and watched it, and, and like the, 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 it seemed like the consensus among the roommates, including yourself, was like it wasn't that good. But when I went back and watched I it, liked like, it, this was fucking great. No, I liked this it. This was maybe my favorite. I think maybe Close. the rest of the flatmates didn't love it, but I, I, I enjoyed it. They are it. pretty dumb, to be fair. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just found it like surprisingly weird. I was like, that was surprisingly it was weird with all the fucking like Fantasia monsters that are entering his soul. Like, I mean, it, but I mean, it's very much like, oh, okay, so mild spoilers uh, or whatever, just go watch it. Uh, yeah. It's just you know, it's like a very much, it's a very much a representation of like, oh, his inner demons are being pers- personified. Yeah, and like his it, the ugliness of what he wants is like now he looks at that way. Yeah, and that whole terrible irony of when he gets what he wants, he can't have it anymore because he fucked up the universe. Yeah, uh, it was great. I really, enjoyed I enjoyed it. it greatly, especially at the end when like the Watcher became an mm-hmm. active character. I was like, oh shit, things are going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man! Like, come on! And it was so good. And it was, I think, this is the first one where like it's like the whole cast is the live action actors. That was pretty cool too. Mm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. That was a really good one. What if is really killing it? I'm glad there's so much Marvel stuff in our lives. <laughs> it went from like the pandemic and none, and then this year they're just like. Pfft. I'm down with that. Like, let it let the floodgates open, baby. Because what we're like less than a month from Eternals. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I am okay. I am genuinely curious, like how all that's gonna do though, because um, from what I've heard, Shang Chi is not propped up to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um. And I highly doubt Eternals is going to be as commercially successful as, like, a Spider-Man. Yeah. I, know? I'm really hoping to be genuinely, pleasantly surprised by it. No, that's because... the thing. Like, I, I, I don't believe that they're going to be bad movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but what I was going to say is that, like, again, Shang-Chi and Eternals back-to-back, I was like, hmm. Because, like, in all my Marvel reading, I rarely, really, rarely read any of those two characters. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the Eternals and Shang-Chi as a character. Yeah. But the cast is ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's got an Oscar award-winning director. What, again, I am also continuing to be curious. Like, how are they going to tie this into the universe? Yeah. I also, yeah, I don't know the lore of the Eternals either. They're immortal people. I don't really understand. It's something along the lines of like they're kind of like the Watcher. Oh, like, they, they don't get involved. They're always there. They don't get involved unless they really, really have to. Are they humans? No, they're like a different race, space. They're Eternals. Got you. They're Eternals, and they've been around for a long time. But yeah, Maybe like, eternally. My concern is that like they will stop exploring all of these obscure corners of the MCU, uh, of the Marvel comics, because I don't think Shang-Chi's going to make as much money as, as like the others, um, be it pe- for pandemic reasons or be it for, like, you know, uh, it's just... I mean, it's pandemic. No, honestly, it's pandemic reasons. Honestly, yeah. if, this, if this came out in, like, normal they're times... Because like, they're like, Shang-Chi started Corona? Yeah, probably. <laughs> No, it's more like I can't go to my theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be – it wouldn't be – I, I, I mean in terms of – it's hard to – you know. You no, but it, dude, right, but. Like, just, just watch. Just watch. Like I don't think it's purely the reason of I can't go to my theater. I think it's very much like a – like this is not worth leaving my house for because – Because of the corona. No, because – okay, like just, just watch the numbers for Eternals, Shang-Chi, uh-huh. and then for Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, Spider-Man's going to – Blow everything out of the water for exactly, sure. Exactly, because but that's a that's a tentpole film. You know what I mean? I feel like Marvel films get broken up into like the real like milestone movies are like Iron Man, Captain America, skip skip skip, Thor maybe, then like Avengers. You know what I mean? Like Spider and Spider Man is just a, such a popular and such a good character. 
and it looks like he's gonna. It feels like he's gonna be the new Iron Man in terms of that he's gonna be like the center of the universe. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's gonna completely blow everything out of the water. Plus, it's, plus it's December holidays. I feel like plus hopefully COVID is not gonna be as. I feel like they're propping. I feel like they're propping Doctor Strange to be at the center of the MCU. Yeah. Well, I think he's kind of like the gateway to the multiverse kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of like the beating heart of it, I mean, it in the Marvel in Marvel comics, it's it's often Spider Man. So mm. I can see that being a thing. Right. Exciting times. Yeah, yeah, very exciting times. <laughs> so what else was new with you this week? Uh, what was I going to say? Um, you can think about it. I'll go first. <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, this week I did something uh, new. I went to an onsen for the first... Well, I, I've been to one before, but I went to an onsen in Singapore for the first time. Um, and it was fucking great. Nice, man. How long were you in there for total? <laughs> It was good. Did you do like the whole day? Uh, you can do the whole day, but I was just there for about like two hours, um, oh. give or take. And they have private rooms. They also have like communal rooms and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it was just so relaxing. And I also forgot because I've I I I've not done like a sauna situation in such a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do it all the time at the at the big gym that I used to go to until I found out that it was like a it was like a a, a weird kind of um meeting ground and sussing out ground for the gay community. The cru- cruising? Yeah, it was like a cruising ground for the gay in community. In Singapore as well? Because I've heard about that in... Uh... Yeah, no, here in Singapore. Especially at that gym that I was going to. And then when I found that out, I got real uncomfortable real quick. Yeah. Um, because a lot of things started making sense of like my previous experiences there. So all the blowjobs you got there? Is that what you're Yeah, talking? you know, like I was... I thought they were just being nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just what a full service. <laughs> no, but uh, for real, like... Yeah. Um, uh, I, so I stopped going to those places for a while. Um, and... When I went to this onsen, I, I went to the sauna for the first time in ages. Mm. And my God, it is it is like a transformative high almost <laughs> nice. to go from like sauna and like push yourself to the limit and then like jump in the cold pool and then like wait there for a bit and then jump into the hot pool. <laughs> Afterwards, your body just feels like it went through like three different dimensions. It <laughs> that was, sounds fantastic. It was just so relaxing and like cheaper than a massage yep more economic uh y- you 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 feel cleaner can you do you remember like what were the actual like options like you had i'm just gonna get a hot pool a oh pool, in, in the like, place itself there's a sauna yeah like a dry sauna not a steam room so there's a sauna there is a, a big old heat. there's a big old hot pool yeah. and then there is a pool that is um they say it's an ice pool but it's more of just like slightly it's colder like water <laughs> And yeah. this is all private, all public, private, all public, uh, all public. Okay. And then there's like a shower, and then you can like, uh, this, uh, they have like privacy screens in the shower, and you get like a like a little, uh, what do you call it, like towel. a little modesty towel. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was very, very nice. I highly recommend it. They have a few in Singapore. I'm not going to tell you where this one is because you know, Secret. yeah. Um, but they have a few in Singapore, and you can go like look for one, and it's it's a it's, it's a nice time. Yeah, man, I still I still long for going back to a jinjabong. I've never been to an onsen, but <sighs> the jinjabong's so good. Onsen's nice. It's a very like it's a very meditative experience. I can imagine, especially like because you have to consciously avoid looking at dicks. Like you just kind of like like look or inward, consciously 
be okay with looking at dicks. No, you know, it's polite, to, it's polite to not look at you them. Don't stare at them. Yeah, it's... you have to kind of like, well, at least what I choose to do is like make sure that I'm actively not looking at anyone's, anyone. Right on. <laughs> Just so that, you know, the potential for an uncomfortable moment doesn't even happen. Sure. But um, yeah, it was a very meditative experience that like you're just kind of like, it's like in yourself and just going through these temperature changes and your body is just feeling that your muscles are relaxing and it was nice it was a really really like nice experience that's great man Mm -hmm. um it also made me think about uh the last time i went to a place like this was in netherlands oh yeah you you told the story on here before but yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah it was in netherlands and it was a mixed gender uh they call it a thurman over there thurman. and cool it was just as nice a little bit weird because like you know the initial shock of like humanity yeah <laughs> and nudity yeah but once you get over that man there's something about like swimming in a pool of your dick out yeah like it's like being back in the womb yeah it's 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 such a nice little feeling, and if you and 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 if you can just kind of, kind of like keep to yourself and be courteous to the other people around you, it's a very nice experience. It's also like something about that like unspoken bond that yeah. you have with the other people in there. And those know? are strangers too. Like again, I've, I think I've told this story multiple times by this yeah. point. But like, yeah, I went to a ginger bung in Korea with like my my girlfriend's uh, brother. Yeah, it's and not her right. dad. That's just, not fun. Those are some dicks I saw. They saw my dick. They're, I'm like. That's where my girlfriend came from. This is where my girlfriend hangs out now. It's like, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, it is kind of just like, okay, now we're bonded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to go back. It was a very, like, it was a really nice experience. You know what I like? I like doing these relaxing things, but like getting a chance to like listen to an audiobook or, or even just read an audiobook. So I think I started talking about it last week, um, that I was reading Project Hail Mary, the new the new book by uh Andy Weir, the guy who wrote yeah. The Martian. I killed it. I fuck it's been a while since I've read a book in like three or four days, but I killed it. And um it's it was so fantastic. It was one of those books that like I put it down, I'm like, that was great. And I thought about it for a day and I'm like, okay. And I started listening to the audiobook and just have it in the background. Mm. Highly recommend it. But you know, the you know what I kind of want to do now. What's that? Go to an onsen because yeah. you can't bring your phone inside, of course. Um, oh, like, how am I going to take photos? <laughs> like, go to the onsen, yeah. bring a book in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yeah, and just like read it, like read read the book. The Ziploc bag is like, all right, done with this page. Flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just open the bag, put your hand inside, flip the page, close <laughs> it up again, and then read the page. Are Kindles waterproof? Are the newer Kindles waterproof? Oh, I know good question. Not. Probably waterproof enough that, you know, you can kind of... As long as it's not submerged. Yeah, just don't dip it in there. Yeah, maybe. I love reading on my Kindle, to be honest. I think it's such a great invention. Yeah. Also, like, the interesting thing about this onsen place was that it was very obviously, like, a swimming pool. Like, yeah, it, it's a converted. They converted it from a swimming pool yeah. into an onsen. And they just put dividers in there and like, oh, this is a swimming pool. Like, they, they just made the swimming pool hot and like they put like weird Japanese things around it to make it look like an onsen. Right. <laughs> it was great. That's cool. No, I like that they're taking different space, using a space and making something different. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I, 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 I also love this new kind of um, 
uh, and I think it's very much a product of, of COVID, like this new wave of businesses that are trying to recreate experiences that you, that you used to only be able to have overseas. Yeah, that's adjusting. Um, yeah, like these onsens that are like, you know, they're trying to take this Japanese so are they experience. new onsens or like these are pre-existing onsens or are they... There are a few. COVID. And, and there's a couple new come ones. up just during COVID times, basically? I think so. Smart. And like another popular thing that has come up during COVID is uh, look, look Places. What's that? That sounds familiar. Have but you ever had look look? I think so. Is that the Chinese barbecue? Something like that. It's just shit on sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just a. It's just like everything Skewers. on sticks. Yeah, everything on sticks, and then they will either deep fry it or they'll grill it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like slather it in sauce and everything. Um, and it was a very it's it's a very typical thing that you find in like um, Malaysia. I know a lot of people would go to JB and KL and have look look and, and all that. I never specifically did that. But I know that, like, a lot of young people were missing that experience and, like, they started opening lo- lo- places in hawker centers. Nice. Um, because it's not the hardest thing to do in terms of prep. You just put stuff on sticks. I think the highest skill level that you need is to be able to work the grill and, like, know the ratios of the sauce and seasoning and all yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. But for the most part, like, the rest, most of your employees are just putting stuff on sticks. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, a very, like, straightforward business to run. And I love that these new industries are popping up. Um, shout out to, what was that place that I went to? Um, had a weird name. I think it was trying to do like a weird, like... A pun? Yeah, I was trying to do like a pun, like a vulgarity pun. Oh. I'm not a big fan of those. Dick because stick. Dip, no, dip stick, like stick dinner look, look mo. What's that mean? It's supposed to be like D-L-L-M, like Dule Lomo. What does that mean? It's it's like a it's, it's like a swear. I think it means like what the fuck in Cantonese or something like that. Yeah, good times, I think. good times, good times. Um, but shout out to that place. It was good. Yeah, it was really slutty, but really good. That's <laughs> really. Did you say it's really slutty. Yeah, oh, like the, it was like slutty food. I feel you saying it's oh. like it's like food that makes you feel dirty because it's like slathered in like sauce and MSG probably. But speaking it's, of, I, I got to get my way over to Egg Slut. I love a good egg sandwich. Oh, it's not open yet. Son of a bitch! I thought it was open, but it was only open. It's only open for like uh, press things. Ah, okay. So it's it's on the cusp. Yeah, I think it open. I guess I think it opens on the 9th of September because I literally just tried going there this morning, and they were only open for media, and I was this close to you know. I have a podcast. Yeah. Hello. I have a podcast. Anyone listening? <laughs> yes, I was this close to going. Do you know who I am? I, I am Nathan podcast. Turno. I am podcast um, pioneer creator. <laughs> Singapore podcast pioneer. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to that as well. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I haven't like I was just saying like what I've been up to this week is kind of just like resting, recovering, recouping, and just watching a lot of stuff, dude. And like again, I, I know I brought it up before, but like Shit's Creek, mm-hmm. it like. The series finale like destroyed me. I like ugly cried mm-hmm. in the most beautiful way. Shit Creek is like it, I think it like quickly, quickly, quickly jumped up into my Mount Rushmore of sitcoms. To be honest, right? It is right on up there. Mm. It's so good. I since we spoke, I've only watched one episode. Oh man, it's so good. I'm taking my time, man. I'm Baby. taking it slow. You shouldn't. You should binge it. <laughs> so we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, um, one thing I did want to bring up, though, yes, is that we were, we were talking this morning because news broke, new, news quote unquote broke, of a uh, fellow podcaster, Joe. Ro- <laughs> yeah, fellow podcaster, you know, th- our friend, uh, Joe Rogan, <laughs> our peer, <laughs> yeah, our peer, uh, you know, uh, is has gotten COVID. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy. positive. 
Is it? Is it crazy? <laughs> no, no. It's like totally in. in no, it like it, it makes it's sense. It's crazy that it took this long. Oh yeah, what, yeah. I guess honestly, yes. <laughs> it's crazy that it, the fact that he's doing maskless shows all over in Florida and yeah. Texas. It's crazy. It took this long. And okay, and you, you, you may have to like fill me in a little bit because you're a bit. I mean, I'm a fan of MMA. I'm, a, I'm a fan of some of Joe Rogan's episodes and stuff. Yeah. And, but I don't know the f- big brushstrokes of how anti-vax or how. Okay, what so here's with so here's I'd love the, to hear about it. Here's the thing where it's a bit conflicting mm-hmm. because anything that you can say to justify or defend him as a human being can always be rebutted with the the statement that he is a person of influence. Yeah. And he needs to be careful of what he says. Sure. Because anything that he says can be taken the wrong way by the wrong people because of his sure. position and influence. However, I'm I'm a, I'm a listener of his podcast, like not hardcore or anything but i listen enough to know that he is never he is very open with the fact that he's an idiot he's constantly saying don't listen to me like i am a guy that gets high on the show either get drunk or i smoke a fat joint or like uh dmt popularly uh uh, connected to him and like they just talk shit yeah and it's just gotten so popular that like he's a, that he talks shit and he's constantly reminding people about this that he's just an idiot who is curious and he is open minded and talks to everybody and anybody. Mm. So while he has said things historically about how like you know he's concerned about the vaccine, and he's also said the opposite. Like he's he's because he's very much like a uh, a, a, a vessel of the guest in that yeah. sense, and he speaks to different people and gets different opinions. Um, in terms of where he's at with the vaccine, I believe he was he was scheduled to take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine because uh, UFC was providing it to mm-hmm. their employees. Um, but then last minute they changed the vaccine location, and right, uh, right. he didn't have time to get it. And then when he was going to get it from uh, with the rescheduling, they pulled the Johnson and Johnson Johnson vaccine in the US. Mm-hmm. This was like I think early this year or late it's last not year. Not as effective, yeah. So he's not anti-vax he tried to get it it's just that it didn't happen and also um the way he's justified it since is that he has enough money to take care of himself and his health that he doesn't really need to get it yeah okay which is his call i'm not against it um but he's not anti-vax but i mean you also have to say like Okay, yes, you're right that he has to he does have influence and stuff but the fact that he was having shows where masks were not enforced i'm not sure i don't know um, I think that's more of a state thing because yeah. Texas, you don't need to like the specific like they they have. Well, he went. He basically, I, from what I understand, he moved to Texas. He moved. To, he lives in Texas, but he also got COVID. He went to the two worst states. Basically, he went from Florida to Texas. He and moved he got to, in one of those places. He moved to Texas. Um, Formed in Florida recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved to Texas early this year because California was just not opening anytime yeah, soon and having mask mandates and stuff and like and that. all that stuff. And he just wanted to. And also, like you know, California, um, the way Gavin Newsom is running the state yeah. has not been great. And he's also ex- and, and also to be fair, he's been very Gavin Newsom, the the governor, mayor, governor. Yeah, the governor of California. He has not been the best role model yeah, yeah, yeah. for people to follow because he literally yeah. um, closed all businesses except his own. Okay. Um, he was caught going out like during the peak of the pandemic and everything, um, socializing. So, you know, not the best role model and definitely not the best kind of like example to set for someone who runs the state and is trying to enforce the rules. So it's understandable that people were like trying to, you know, leg it the hell out of there. Yeah. But in general, 
what I didn't like about this story was that a lot of people were trying to paint it as this image of like, oh, Joe Rogan, he's anti-vax, and now he has COVID. Look, schadenfreude, laugh at oh, him. A lot of genre. In fact, that's how I saw it too. Because... Yeah, because that's how they were painting it in the media. But like, I just find that really gross, even mm-hmm. though it's very par for the course. It's just that you just need to listen to more than one episode of his yeah, to sure. discern that he has varying views on everything and he's open he's open to all things and also what i appreciate from because i'm not like say like oh joe rogan is gospel not at all yeah i appreciate his honesty with everything sure i appreciate the fact that he doesn't edit despite having um the spotify deal and all that hundred million dollars he does not shy away from he doesn't censor himself he doesn't edit he he's kept the integrity of his podcast strong this whole time and he has kept the honesty of the of the discourse he's had of his different guests like throughout mm. this entire period and the merger of Spotify and everything. And I and I really admire that. That's I really enough. appreciate that. That's and I enough. don't love that it's being used to vilify him. I think I think the one thing where I would I would struggle with is I think and I think we quite differ on this, is his use and I guess therefore promotion of the of using Ivermectin. Cause I, it's fucking nuts that this fucking horse thing has been going around. This par- uh, the thing that's that a, that's, a, that's that's another thing though. Like, for some reason, people seem to believe that it's a like almost like horse tranquilizer. It's not. It's a drug that is used. It's by, used for both, but the it's used is, for humans and animals. But, but like, I think what happened was because I was looking this up is like when people started getting it, they were getting it from it's. It's more popularly used for horses. That's for sure. Yeah. But it's the thing is though is that it's not shown to be any useful. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's it's shown to actually have quite adverse side effects. The big one being that people are shitting their pants left and right, apparently. But that's um, if they like go and take it by themselves. Yeah, if they self medicate, which a lot of people are doing. The I mean, but is, that goes for any drug. If yeah, you yeah. don't take a prescribed amount, yeah, exactly. Like if you don't take a prescribed amount of anything, you're gonna fuck yourself. But up. the problem is, is that there is a very strong wave of people who are like, I'm not gonna take the vaccine. Instead, I'm gonna take uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. It's like it's almost as if the <laughs> left have chosen Pfizer and Moderna and all that stuff. The right have just chose hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. It's just fucking dumb yeah that part of it that part of it is ridiculous and vitamins look at me i'm taking iv vitamins yeah that part of it's ridiculous i i think you know the politics of it is all like ridiculous to to, to, to turn something that's based on scientific fact into something that is so uh ideological scientific fact has now become ideological yeah which is fucking crazy that side of it we've discussed it on the show before like ridiculous um but what I don't love is, you know, this weird vilifying of a of a person that has taken like conscious efforts to have open discourse about everything. Sure. And most times, in the current state of how like 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 news media is, and the current state of how social media is, that's not really welcome anymore, or it's mm-hmm. not as. It, it you know people don't appreciate it on a wide scale anymore because yeah. they they need you to be on one of one side or the other yeah. because like all of these news stories that were saying anti-vax anti-vax and everything you mm-hmm. know that would be true if you looked at this one clip from this one episode that he did with this one guest mm-hmm. you could 
infer that he is anti-vax, but then like he literally releases like an episode every day except for Sunday. I don't know. Sorry. I mean, I, again, I have to dig a deal a little bit deeper into it. Cause yeah, because, because even I listened to, like okay, yeah. I listened to, like a couple. I watched a lot of his clips like yeah. they come up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed. I mean, if I had to go one way or other, I would seem like, and it seems like a pretty fair assumption to say that he is relatively anti-vax or that he's more open for like the government opening up and just being healthy. Like if you're healthy, you'll be fine. If you're young, you'll be fine. Kind of discounting all the stuff that comes along with it, where it's like you can oh, check you can out you can, you can check out the video. Uh, uh, he did an episode with uh, uh, what's his name? Something Santino, Andrew Santino. Okay, you know that ginger comic, Cheeto. His 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 nickname is Cheeto. Something Santino. Okay. Anyway, um, he did an episode of him, and they spoke about like the vaccine and his and he clarified his status on it because you know that's something you have to do. <laughs> um, Andrew that, Santino. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Santino. That was a pretty clear uh, indication of where he's at with the vaccine. Mm. Like, he's not From anti. From a year ago. Yeah. yeah. He's not anti. He's not specifically pro. Um, he's very much... He's very much in the in the libertarian, more like yeah. It's kind of like you know, if you are in the, if you think you need it, go get it. If you want to get it, go get it. If you think you can be fine without it, then don't get it. Like it's that kind of yeah. Honestly, attitude. if you look up Joe Rogan vaccine, there's like a shit ton of different videos. So I'm curious to, see, to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, but that's the thing. It, all, there's tons of videos, all with varying opinions. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nowadays you can't really have a varying opinion. Well, your your, your cha- opinion cannot change, and you can't have different stances on things, or you can't like from the outside in. Like nuanced conversations are not useful to anybody because those are like not the headlines. Nuance is against is is uh, against diametrically opposed things. Yeah, yes, it's it's, it's not like it doesn't make a good headline yeah. when you have when you say Joe Rogan, guy who has spoken very much about the vaccine with different people and has differing opinions on it and mm-hmm. is and and his parents got the vaccine at his encouragement, but he hasn't uh, due to his personal choice, comma has tested positive for <laughs> COVID. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like it's like nuance just doesn't work in today's news media, but I appreciate that him uh, as a public figure still makes a conscious effort to have these nuanced conversations. And that's kind of the whole point of having a podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what like, we do on here. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people like um, gravitate towards podcasts because of the fact that you don't have these like one shots of like, this is the like the long and short of his opinion, full stop. Mm. Like you can have nuanced conversations. We've probably said things over here that people would disagree with, but you know, if you just listen to the conversation a bit longer, maybe you find a middle ground. Yeah. I feel like we do that a lot over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we try to find like the in-betweens, like the spaces between where everything is. Um and that's the advantage of having like longer discourse. And yeah. he's had tons of discourse. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. It's uh, finding the middle ground is like very. I mean, I think that's such a fantastic place to find. I don't know. It's just I can't. I can't help shape the fact that he just seems like more on the right side of things. Of just like maybe you know. that, that, again. That's why I say like the early caveat of like no matter what I say, yeah. like you can come back with the thing that. But he's a public figure yeah, yeah, yeah. with a big platform and has to be careful of what he says. And I appreciate that. No, but it's, it's not. I don't care what he says. But it's, yeah. it seems like if I can glean at what he feels, he's right. more like uh, everyone should have a choice. The masks are dumb. Yeah. Eat your elk. <laughs> Take DMT. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, on a slightly lighter note, another thing that I did this week um, that I haven't done in a very long time that I encourage everyone, well, some people, to try. <laughs> um, 
I I I I rolled down a hill. Hey. For the first time since I was like in secondary school. Forward or sideways? Like, Which axis? Um, I just I just threw myself down it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking. Are you like forward rolling? Or are you kind of like sidewaysy? I just threw myself down it. Oh, just like completely random, all yeah. axes. Yeah, okay. I threw myself down it and I tumbled. I think I have a video of it. Um, and man. It felt amazing. <laughs> I don't know rolling, what... Like, like rolling it, down the hill? That's so weird. I haven't thought about that in ages, but yes. It activated something in me that, that hadn't been um, activated in a long time. And like, while parts of my body hurt a little bit today... Yeah. Immediately after, it was like a weird like adrenaline endorphin rush. And I was just like like hysterically laughing where did you find the hill fort canning what were you doing like were you just walking yeah you're gonna hike you know, yeah you know like fort canning um there is this um like the jubilee park i think mm-hmm. that's what they call it with like the playground and everything and then they have this exercise corner that is up a hill with like pull-up bars and like sit up things it's like a little exercise Face, thing. Sort of like facing where Leon Court used yes, to be. Yes, facing yeah, okay. where Leon Court used to be. And then like it's like a, this workout corner up yeah, on the hill. Yeah. And then you can just roll down that hill. Why not? Get, roll down to Chonbaru Bakery. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this oh is Oh my god, it's a video of Nathan rolling down a hill. Yeah. Um That's a steep hill. That's a long hill. Yes. But pretty Oh, much it literally like... looks like you're going to to Chonbaru Bakery. <laughs> That's fun. But yeah, That's just fun. like um, I just threw myself down a hill. That's like the equivalent of how Phoebe runs in Friends, you know, just like, ah. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. So I highly encourage you to, you know, maybe not roll down a hill, but do something that you used to do as a kid and that brought you a lot of joy as a kid and, like, reintroduce yourself to it. Yeah. Because it brought me a joy that I that I, that I, I I'm holding on to till till this day. I feel you, man. Like if there was a big enough box, I would love to a uh, big enough cardboard box. I would like to sit in it for a while, and pretend it's a spaceship. I'm sure you can down for that. Fit in like a TV box or something. Yeah, well, not with these flat screens these days. <laughs> oh, like a couch box. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. No, that's really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been watching anything these days? Anything to recommend? Um, I feel like I'm more or less watching what you're watching. So you know, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like not much of a difference there. Um. Uh. No. Not really. Nothing. Nothing sticks out in my head. I'm pushing Shit's Creek hardcore this week. Just do it. It feels so good. Man. Oh, I watched. Um, I've been watching Ted Lasso. Yeah. I highly recommend. Oh, you, you you caved and you're not doing. You're not saving for the binge. Are all the episodes not out yet? No. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you done fucked up, son. <laughs> I thought it was all out already. I just nope. started. But anyway, um, I highly recommend like people to. Like, watch this show, like, first thing in the morning. Ted Lasso? Yeah. I feel like that would be a good way to start the day. Because yeah. that's what I did. I, I like, It sets I, up your mood, you know? I woke up this morning, like, around, like, 7.38. I just Crazy. put on an episode, and, like, my day just felt a lot more positive. Yeah. Because it's a very unrelentingly positive show, but yeah. not in a way that is saccharine and, like, you know, too yeah, It's not the cloying. You know no, I mean? it's not cloying yeah. at all. It's not, like, a weird kid show. It's just positive it's just great yeah it's positive it's it's lovely like it's it's it 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 shows like the goodness of humanity there's definitely a trend that way you know yeah 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 yeah. but specifically with with ted lasso it's just so overwhelmingly positive that like after i watched it like my my day just 
I just felt like I needed to be brighter, yeah. you know, to like live up to like <laughs> live up to the Ted example, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like that's that's a that's a cool little thing. Like I, nice. if you if you're like on your morning commute or something, like nice, watch nice. an episode of Ted Lasso, and y- you you will want to be a better person. Shit's Creek will do the, exactly the same. It's not quite as unrelentingly positive as Ted yeah. It's, Lasso. A li- it's a little bit cattier. Yeah, it's definitely that, but um, because I, I think. There's there's a difference, right? There's like to get I get a little technical in like storytelling here. Ted Lasso is about a person who changes the world around him. Shit's Creek is about a world changing the people who enter it. Mm-hmm. But they're both have that same sort of trajectory towards being positive and being loving and all that stuff. And they're yeah, both really good. Giving everyone a shot. Yep. Ted Lasso and Shit's Creek. I love them. One two punch of amazing positive energy. <laughs> and then Shit's Creek is Canadian, so it has it has like extra juice. <laughs> you know. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, you know the thing about re- recording in your studio is that this couch is so comfy, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm just like sinking into it and getting ready for a nappy. Pretty sure, like, exp- like, like people have had sex on that couch. Oh, that's so weird. I just had that thought. It's a because I got it on carousel. Yep. Yeah. So you know, I don't know what its history is. Do you think this is second hand, third hand, fourth hand? It's second, second hand. Yeah, because like I bought it from this expat couple. So yeah, they definitely had sex on this couch. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So there's any stains on it or anything. I cleaned it thoroughly beforehand. They didn't. Jizz never goes away. It was really fucking dirty when I first got it. Really? Like, surprisingly so. Like change color dirty? No. Like when you hit it, a cloud would. Poof. Yeah. Okay. I was like, y'all are just like, I mean, no knock on that. No judgment, but also <laughs> a little bit of judgment. I was just like, this couch is like, it's never been cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> like it took me like half a day to to like have the dust, the dust cloud stop forming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well, it's clean now. It's comfy now. No one's having sex on it right now, so I sink into slumber. <laughs> but well, thank you um, all. Right then. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, thanks for following us on Instagram. Please do that if you haven't yet. Consider supporting us on Patreon. Your money makes the world go round. It makes this the the lights stay on. So that's really awesome. Uh, we'll be back next week. But until then, this is John. That's Nathan saying thanks for the hand. Did I harmonize? Did they do it? Roughly. Yeah. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.